0: To the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised.
1: I eat
2: like clockwork, not breathe. Like clockwork, not sleep. Like clockwork, not kill. Like clockwork, not ink. Like clockwork, not feel. Like clockwork, not fuck. Like clockwork, not kill. Like clockwork, Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Introducing the new Fisher-Price podcast set for white guys. Now you can shout every crazy thought in your head without ruining your life. It doesn't record anything at all. The new Fisher-Price podcast set for white guys comes with a mic, headphones, and a soundboard that doesn't record (laughs) New Fisher-Price podcast set for white guys. Get yours wherever tactical gear is sold
3: ages 34 and
2: up stay
0: the fuck at home
3: your podcast will fail fail.
0: it's just a coincidence that you were talking about the jack and triumph show and i'm here thank you
4: so much for having me on your podcast hey man this is kevin smith guy makes all those
0: unlistenable podcasts over at spotcast.com and you're listening to the two strangers
3: one podcast this is podcasting
0: you're listening to two strangers one podcast Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit two one podcastnet
1: Now, here's Chris Filone and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers 1 Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, I, I would apologize to our audience for, once again, we're one month away from our 10-year anniversary. Uh, but besides that, if I sound a little scratchy this episode, I was trying to see if I can try to like work it out before we actually started recording, but my throat is killing me and it's just, I don't have official allergies. Like I've never been the person that has allergies my entire life, but like it's this time of year when the spring kicks in and the pollen count is like, you know, fucking, you know, you wake up and there's fucking pollen all over your car and shit like that. Um, it, you know, I, I can't fucking breathe. I can't, my throat is all closed up. So if I sound funny, uh, for people today, you know, it's because. I'm dying cuz mother nature's trying to kill me um, <laughs> with the allergies. And I don't want to take you know I'm not, I'm not a big fan of taking like, allergy medicine cuz it's just going to make me groggy and like you know I'd rather be scratchy than groggy. But uh like I said we are 1 month away. You know we the, the shows have gotten to pretty much a monthly basis now but uh next month when we record uh we will be at our 10 year anniversary and i'm super proud of that you know uh at the very least you know and and i spent i spent a good chunk of last month like as of right now every single episode uh, and and you know, i guess soon enough for this one also every single episode is up on youtube right now so, for those people, if you're a new listener or for whatever reason, you just got into the podcast, uh, you, you know, I used to say, oh, some of the stuff's on SoundCloud and some of the stuff's on YouTube. Now, now everything is on YouTube. Uh, cause quite frankly, I was like, I was trying to like, you know, cause I, I, I would see these YouTube people and it's like they upload something, you know, popular YouTubers upload something like every day. Now, of course, you know, they tend, you know, you know person the people who upload to youtube every day do like 10 minute videos and stuff like that and here i am uploading whole episodes like you know hour an hour and a half but i was wondering i was like i wonder if our numbers are going to jump if i start putting up a bunch of content like in a a, a small amount of time unfortunately it didn't happen (laughs) (laughs) it's not it's not like our subscriber numbers uh shot up but i mean you know at least like you know when the time comes wherever if like maybe you know it's like a other third party video or some you know somewhere down the line magically we start getting uh, more listeners you know th- those people will have access to all you know 300 something episodes of of 3 this is episode 326 holy shit so yeah so the you know the, all the listeners will have access to every single episode on youtube and it's sort of like you know if i if i drop that tomorrow <laughs> you know, at least see another podcast, I'll, I'll like, I'll have a whole 10 year chunk of my life documented online, you know, and of course, you know, uh, my daughter is way too young. I don't want to hear, hear her. I don't want her listening to this podcast as you know, but you know, I, you know, when she gets a little older, God forbid something happens to me, she'll have a, a record of my life. And, uh, you know, and I've been stressing, you know, past couple you know, past couple episodes, you know, we're talking about <clears> my <throat> father passing away. And, uh, you know, that's, I'm not going to lie, that's obviously, and then, you know, obviously, you know, in your situation, your father passed away also. I've been like, I don't want to, depressed is probably not the right word, but I mean, you know, I've, I mean, I've, I've always had some like low level depression for a long time. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing a therapist and I'm not, I'm not on meds right now. I'm not taking any medication. When I was seeing a therapist a couple of years ago, I was taking Zoloft. And, um, and I'm not in a situation like I don't think I need medication. Uh, you know, seeing a therapist is alright. I mean, my therapist, she's okay. You know, it's sort of weird. Like, you know, she's like an older woman. So it's kind of hard to explain things. And not that, you know, not that I'm fucking any spring chicken, but you know, it's sort of weird when you have to like explain internet things to her. And you know, like she, like I tell her, I told her I have a podcast and I think she kind of understands what that is, but you know, I don't think she fully grasped it. And, uh, so, you know, it's sort of, you know, and, and I guess it's mental health. Day. Yeah, back in my day. Back in my day, it's a, it's like it's like a radio, you know. <laughs> it's like it's a radio show for the computer, you know. When people used to sit in front of the fireside, and <laughs> when the president would give a uh, you know the fireside speeches every night or whatever, you know. Now, she's not that old, but you know, and plus, like you know, and 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 it's not that she's a bad therapist because she, she's certainly good, uh, but it was one of those deals where like you know, with the pandemic, like you can't find a fucking therapist right now. Like you know, what like I was trying to find recommendations, and I was trying to find someone close to the house, and and actually one of the things which is weird because I do go to her office, I was looking for somebody that I maybe I could do teleconferencing, at, you know, teleconference, telemeeting, you know, and um and I, that was like one of the reasons like I chose her. I mean, you know, I was, I mean, don't be me wrong, that was true. I was looking for other people. And, like, everybody's like, I'm not taking on any new patients right now. I'm fully booked. I'm fully booked. You know, and then, you know, then you go to them and you say, you know, there's somebody you could recommend. So she's like a, like a, f- <laughs> and it's not, there's no insult on her. I'm just saying it's like, it, it, I had to go to like five, through five different layers of recommendations before I finally got to her. And she's pretty good. I mean, you know, and then, and then the whole thing that sucks about that is that when you, uh you know, even though she had uh available slots, you know, now, you know, I want to see the therapist. I would like to see a therapist once a week. <laughs> and with her, it's like every two weeks, sometimes every three, three weeks. So it's sort of like the podcast. <laughs> I want to do more of them, but you know, life gets in the way and you can't do, I can't do them as often as I like. And as much as I get podcast therapy, I also need real life fucking therapy. Um, but who knows if therapy means anything these days because we... I need
4: cat therapy is what I need.
1: Oh, wait. What a... i'm being
4: i'm being stared at right now as we record so
1: oh yeah and uh you know uh long-term listeners of the show you know that well you have your cat now from your house but i have i got your
4: old cat you <laughs> son of a bitch yeah
1: and she's still young and vibrant for the i don't i have no idea how old she is She has to be about eight or nine right now probably but, she, but she's still very playful and and my daughter uh, she likes to, like, my daughter, like, my daughter will walk through the living room or something like that, and the cat will, like, you know, run out from under the couch and try to attack her foot and stuff like that. I mean, don't be wrong, the cat loves her. And, and, and if the cat's not sleeping on top of me, she's sleeping on top of my daughter. Like, the, you know, she's very playful oh, and loving. God,
4: these cats need to stop doing that. Mine does the same thing.
1: Yeah. And it's like, you know, and, and, and it's sort of my fault because they say don't train your cat to, don't feed your cat when you wake up. And this, that's a bad habit I have. That's the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. I get up, take a piss, and I feed the cat, because what it does is it trains the cat to think every time you get out of bed that they're gonna eat. And
4: so like <laughs> they sleep oh, I on don't, top of me. I don't I actually don't feed her in the morning. I feed her at night. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, like she'll she'll come in initially, like, before I go to sleep, mm-hmm. and she'll She'll lay with me. She may lay like on me, mm-hmm. but then eventually she goes out and whatever's. And then early in the morning she tries to wake me up, and I'm just like looking at her like, <laughs> "You, you, you really want to die, don't you?" And I, I like and fucking the cats. They they do that thing where they. I mean,
1: Ziggy fucking sleeps on top of me. Like she mm-hmm. she she needs to be on me. And I'm like, and I'll try to push her to the side. Like, why can't she, You know, I understand or whatever. And it's not like my house is that cold you know whatever but you go to the side every other cat i've ever had in my life i mean they'll occasionally sleep on you but every other cat i've ever had in my life will sleep on the side or the the other do that annoying thing where they sleep like in between your legs like they're like like they're on top of the blanket but between your legs so your legs are like pinned down (laughs) you know and and you're good for the most part
4: she's a sweetheart though that Mm. cat is a sweetheart like i i am in love with that cat honestly yeah and she's uh
1: all white and she's one mm-hmm. of the, i forgot what they call them um when they have like extra toes because she has extra toes <laughs> yeah yeah she does but uh <clears throat> i was like reading a thing online where, like you know sailors just say they're good luck but i mean she's a sweetheart but it's just you know she's jesus christ get the fuck off me <laughs> it's bad bad enough i can't breathe i got sleep apnea as it is i don't need uh i don't need a, a fucking another thing like like that movie, Cat's Eye. Remember that movie back in the day? Where the, and the cat's like sleeping on the ch- on the kid's like chest and like trying to suck their breath. Cause there's that old wives tale that like cats steal the, cats steal children's breath. So like, bad enough. I mean, I got the CPAP machine, but I'm just saying, you know, it's yeah. hard enough. I'm having enough trouble breathing as it is being a fat fuck. I don't need another thing sitting on my chest to make my life a little harder. And, um, so, uh, you know, hopefully, our nights won't be interrupted by the beginning of World War Three, uh, you know. And it was right around the time we recorded the last episode. I mean, things just kind of started, and here we are, like a month later. And um, it's such a, you know, I watch news, but I don't watch the news. You know, I know, I know you you try to stay up on 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 current events, and and I appreciate. I, that
4: I... Uh, you know what? I actually don't anymore. Okay. I've I've kind of like. because you know a lot of things happened to me like you know during the summer last year towards the end of the summer plus you know and then obviously you know with my father dying later in later last year Mm -hmm. um it was you know i I just couldn't take that on top of everything because i was just like i'm getting too much stimulus and i don't Want that kind of stimulus in my in my head, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, I've kind of like, like I had a I, I had a um subscription to set a, to uh Sirius Satellite. You mm-hmm. know, it was like only eight bucks a month or whatever, but I I, I canceled it because I'm like I'm not listening to CNN anymore. I'm not I'm not watching it actively, so. You know, why do I need this? Yeah. You know, and it's not even like I mean, I know there's this people who hate CNN because of, you know, their, their their the political views. But it's
1: also like, you know, that the news, you know, obviously they're only going to focus on like the negative shit. You know, they're only going to focus on, you know, and and especially, you know, anything more than an hour, you know. And they start repeating the news and shit like that, and it's like, you know, and it's like, you know, I I can understand, like if you're if you're if you want to be in touch, yes, okay, you have to watch the news for maybe an hour a day to kind of be on top of everything. Anything more than that is overkill, and you're just gonna fucking you you know. I (laughs) already like I said, I'm already seeing a therapist. I don't need any more fucking depression.
4: Um, Exactly. But I try to
1: I try to follow what's going on, and um, you know, it's fucking you know you know it's fucking horrible what's going on. Uh, with Russian invading the Ukraine. And, um, you know,
4: go on. (laughs) You know, it's – I'm trying not to be political about everything because everything gets blown up. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, even – I'll talk about a wrestling thing here later, but um, it's – to me – I'm not trying to pay attention like, yes, I'm trying to pay attention to like, okay, hopefully the people of Ukraine are doing well and hopefully we're doing more things for them because we need to. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I'm seeing like. And I know it's not all Republicans, so I need to make that caveat there, but some of these Republicans going on Fox News and these other places and going, oh, well, the government just made up this war with Ukraine and Russia. And I'm like, how are they making up a war when people are actually dying? Well, by the way, there's pictures out of Russia. Like, it's just like, uh, okay. um, Like it, it's starting to make my head hurt. That's mm. probably why I'm not watching anymore. It's just making my head hurt at how stupid people are. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just getting like really irritated by how stupid people are these days. Like, you know, how can you sit there and go not only sit there and go, oh, well, this is fake, but then you as a viewer are actually taking that information and going, oh, well, they must be telling the truth. They're not. I'm like, I'm sitting here going, oh, my God, like I, I, ugh, you're, you're making my head hurt. Like, stop.
1: Because right. like, I, I, there was a long, there was a, I feel I honestly feel in my heart of hearts there was a long term goal for Putin to have, you know, get someone like Trump in office to to kind of like destabilize this country and like and to well, give the dummies like you know <laughs> you know give the dummies like a, a a platform that they feel you know like they're vindicated in, in the stuff that they believe.
4: I I think that. Well, so th- there was something going around that like Trump is secretly like uh, a Russian spy or something, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm like, let's 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 just stop, okay? Like, stop with the stop with all this nonsense. Like, he's not a fucking foreign agent, and <laughs> if he is a foreign agent, why would you pick Trump? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he's but, an agent. I think they're playing him like you know oh, putin, they were playing
1: oh saying all oh, putin's got to do oh you're so smart oh you're so ha-, you know like not maybe not well, saying you're handsome it but was,
4: it was it was what was it it was the reason that people were like oh well he's putin has like a grip over trump is because like he has he had something on trump apparently like something he did in russia or yeah. something i don't remember what it was PT. but <laughs> him getting pissed off by by prostitutes but, but she <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like he had something on Trump. So Trump had to like kind of be like, yes, master, this is what we're going to do. Like, and I'm just like, look, even if it is that kind of stuff, like, let's just, you know, Trump's out of office. We don't have to deal with that asshole anymore. But it's the it's the it's the dummies, it's the the cult
1: of personality that is left behind. It's the people that it's the people who fly the fucking Trump twenty twenty four flags. You know, it's 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 those dummies that even though Trump isn't officially in office anymore, like these people are waiting for him to come back and and
4: Well There there is I've seen less and less of that, honestly. I've seen like less and less of those Trump signs. I've seen them start to go away as the years have gone on i mean we're in what year one of trump not being in office and and i've seen them go away a lot of them go away which is a good sign because you'd go into the country and i'm not going to say where my son lives but i go i have to go into the country to get him and like you look around i looked around sometimes and i was just like Okay, why are we looking at, like, why am I looking at Trump signs when Biden's already been elected? And I'm talking about, like, a couple, I'm talking about, like, six months in to Biden being president. Like, Mm
0: -hmm.
4: we're done. We are done. We don't need to have this up. You don't need to be flying this flag. Stop. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of a good sign. I think, you know... I was thinking the other day that number one, it's nice not to have like a president all over the news 24 seven, like saying the stupid shit that Trump does. But, um, and you know, not just the things that he said, but also, you know, the actions that he did. Um, But it's also, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, if some other asshole on the Republican side, Becomes the nominee and acts like Trump, and it's not Trump. I, I don't. F- I don't think people are going to be stupid enough to elect that person into office. I don't. I don't feel like we're at the point where we're going to have to worry about that because I think there there's legitimately what I like to call quiet Republicans that are like, okay, we we like some of these policies, but if you're going to act like this idiot over here. I can't take a chance by voting for you.
2: Mhm.
4: You know what I mean?
1: Well, I mean, so. look at
4: the I mean, look at the
1: governor of fucking Florida. I think I think like, you know, he's trying to you know, I, I guarantee you next election he's going to run for president. Oh yeah. You know, whether whether Trump is in it or not, he's looking for that Trump base. Mm-hmm. You know, he's looking for that and you know, it's just oh, it's so fucking frustrating. <laughs> you know.
4: And there's people Well, I mean, some of the people are doing some of the things they're doing down in Florida are very frustrating. You know, like, um, you can't talk about gay people in school or something like that. I think is what it was. Yeah. Don't say, um, I, you know, again, I'm not watching the news actively, but I see something like that come across my social media feed and I'm just like, what, what, what kind of world are we living in? Like people move to Florida because they virtually don't pay any taxes there are people that I know from up here that have tried to move to Florida, but the reason they don't move is because rent is sky high down there too now. So it's like, I understand you're not paying it. You're not paying as, as many or if any taxes, but at the same time, you're not, you know, what what do I say? You're not like, are, are you really like wanting to move to a state where you're hearing some of this bullshit that's coming out? Like, I
1: I don't know. I, I mean, I have family that lives in Florida, but I think in the primarily it's just you know, it's get out of the fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know, they, they're tired of, of shoveling snow and stuff like that. Like, well, yeah, but, but uh, well, know, my family members family... from New York City. You know, like, all the like I guarantee. And it's not. It's not political. It's not. You know, the the like, relax gun laws and relax. You know, laws is, and it's more of like I'm tired of the New York bullshit. So I'm, <laughs> I'm tired of shoveling my driveway. So I'm gonna go, which is you know. Well,
4: I, I mean, I've made the point. I've made the point on this podcast that it's and i and again i don't know what florida laws are but there's probably some florida laws that are just as bad as new york laws like i was telling you about i've i know i've said this on this podcast before um your car is property in virginia okay. so you pay taxes on your car so you know when people sit there and they go oh you can't you know I'm moving to another state for this. You kind of got to do your research because while you may not be getting, you may not have to do this or you may not have to follow these laws or pay this much taxes. You may have to do that in other ways that you probably don't want to do either. So I always tell people like you need to kind of like do your research, which people don't. and kind of just figure out before you make a move that you want to do that. Me personally, I love I love New York. I love what I'm where I'm at, you know. Um they kind of fucked me over on my taxes a little bit state wise, but you know, that was because of the pandemic and unemployment not taking as much state taxes out that they needed to. So which again, that wasn't my fault, that was because of my job. So um but you understand what I'm what I'm saying, Chris. You know what I mean, like yeah. I just don't want to. I don't want to be in the situation where, um. I wouldn't want to be in the situation where I'm going to a state where I'm I'm hearing all this bullshit come out of people's mouths. Honestly, so, you know.
1: Yeah. That's you know. I mean, there's uh, you know. I just like living. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I love New York City. I grew up in New York City, but then once again, so much has changed since I left. this. you know, it's, it's, I, even if I move back to New York City tomorrow, it's not, I wouldn't feel like I'm moving back home. It's not the same. It's yeah. not the same. You know, but I, you know, I see, I see the mentality of like, you know, when you, when you small town areas or just like people online and stuff like that, and you, you know, like people who live out in fucking sticks, it's, it's so closed minded. Like I couldn't, I mean, and don't get me wrong, what kills me is that, There's there are good people out there. There are good people out there who mean well and 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 love their family, love their country, love their children, you know, and they're good people. But they're they're like they're so easily misguided that it just like, I don't know, just, you know, like they, they mean well. I'm not, you know, it's not like, you know, it's not like they're going to they're purposely being like racist or they're purposely being homophobic. But, you know, they live in a world where they don't know people from other races. They don't, you know, if if there's someone who's gay in their area, you know, they don't know because that person lives in fucking terror of 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 of, of like coming out of the closet. So, like, they don't know what they're saying could be hurting uh, someone. And, you know, they live in this, you know, and and once again, they're not trying to hurt and be mean. But, you know, they live in such an isolated little bubble that it's sort of like, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and then when you try to, if you, nah, I don't say correct them because I, look, I need enough, I need plenty of correcting myself. I don't, you know, it's not my job to correct other people, but, you know, when you try to show them another, uh, when you try to show them another point of view, they kind of, their, their instant, their, their instinct is to, you know like retract and go oh don't fucking tell me what to do and don't think you're that you're better than me and you know and, and they mean well but it's sort of oh, i don't know you know i i like to live i mean the one thing you know rochester has rochester does have plenty of culture and music and and entertainment and stuff like that you know i wouldn't want to live you know like when like you go to like i I like to go to concerts i like to go to music concerts or i see comedians and stuff like that and you hear these people like oh i drove you know, I drove six hours to get here because they live in the middle of fucking nowhere and they had to drive six hours because, you know, Rochester was the closest major city to them or something mm-hmm. like that. And it just blows my mind that, you know, that there's people who, who live like that. I can't live, you know, I, I, I like multicultural. I like, you know, I, you I, know, you know, I you want know, to I want to live in a town that has more than one Chinese restaurant, <laughs> right? you know, and stuff like that. And so, like I said, and they're good people. Like I said, they're not trying to be mean, but, you know, they, they're, 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 they're not exposed to other points of view. And unfortunately, you know, they end up siding with the bad guys or siding with the dummies, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, and it just, you know, and I, I know they mean well, you
4: know. Yeah. I just, I feel bad for people living in Florida because I, dude, like I, if, if somebody, like if I, if, one of my kids were gay and they were like chastised because of that in a Florida school, I would – yeah, it wouldn't be – it wouldn't end very well. Yeah. (laughs) It would not end very well. I think the same thing would probably be for you as well, but you know, it is what it is. So – Yeah. But –
1: so – so, I mean, but I mean, sort of back to, I was, you know, I, I was, I was going in the direction of just all the shit that's going on in, in, in yeah. Ukraine and Russia. And the whole thing is that, like, from what we've seen, I mean, right now they're doing their best, like, the, Russia's doing its best to fucking, you know, control its people and, 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 and shut off social media and stuff like that. But before, I mean, before everything kind of, before Russia went dark, for the lack of a better term, you know, mm. Plenty of its civilians are not supporting this fucking, you know, this is all Putin. You know, it's the Russians, Russian people have enough fucking issues in their life. Nobody from, no average Joe public Russian citizen was saying, hey, we need to go into Ukraine and take care of some shit. You know, Russians have enough fucking issues in their lives and they do not want this. And, and you know, and don't get me wrong, you know, I I, I totally understand sanctions and stuff like that because we're putting pressure on the russian citizens which will hopefully put pressure on the oligarchs and the oligarchs will put you know put pressure on putin because you know uh, you know there there's these you know these people who became extremely rich you know once communism fell and all this shit and and these people who were sort of like given this fucking fantastic life <laughs> after mm. after communism fell and and all they do is exploit their power and it's and of course don't get me wrong this shit happens in the united states also but it's a little different because the people that exploit their power, like, the, the, you know, if you take like a Jeff Bezos or or, or Elon Musk or whatever, I mean, don't be me wrong, they have their power in government and they don't pay their taxes and they play every fucking loophole they can, but the government never gave them the power. You know, When in Russia, these, these guys were handed money from the government. Like, you know, it was when they needed people to take over oil companies, it was people who were friends of Putin. And stuff like that. So these people were, like, given wealth, and of course they're going to sit, of course they're going to, you know, they're going to ride with Putin because he's the one that fucking, you know, put money in their pockets. And, of course, and then in turn they give him money. You know, it's sort of, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, one hand washes the other sort of shit going on. And, uh, you know, there's so many good people, like kind of like we <laughs> were just saying about uh, – you know, people who live out in the in the, in the sub in the and the sticks in the country and stuff like that. They they mean well, and they're and and they're not bad people. And I I like you know as much as I hate Russia's occupation and invasion of fucking Ukraine, I don't hate Russians. You know, when we were you know we were growing up, you know, we had you know we were at the tail end of the fucking Cold War, and you know movies and stuff like that were, you know, had us, you know we were brainwashed and <laughs> we gotta hate the Ruskies, you know, the Russians, they're gonna come here and they're gonna invade and all this other shit. And, you know, and here we are sitting on the brink of fucking World War Three. and, you know, right before they went dark, all these people you know they're not you know we saw video of, of of people protesting in the fucking streets and and especially the way putin's trying to control the media on that side where the, where you're blacking out the internet and there's only one fucking channel you know or any of the channels that still exist on tv are all controlled by the government you know it, you know it's fucking brave it takes fucking balls to go out and and protest in the streets against the war when you know you know when you see how crazy shit has gotten over there and, um, you know, the people, the, the Russian people themselves do not want this. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've been watching YouTube videos and there was a guy basically posting, he lives in Russia and, and it was like right before everything went dark and he was talking about, you know, you can't even go to the bank. You, you know, like he goes, everyone, you know, everyone, obviously everyone's freaking out, like, you know, like you know, in the beginning of the pandemic with us with toilet paper and that like the banks do not physically have any money in them because everyone who can you know people panic and getting ready have gone to the banks and pulled out their money the banks do not have rubles to give to the people and then you know that and then you know if you're lucky enough to maybe get and then all the rich rich people were the ones pulling out american dollars <laughs> like that because you know the you know american dollars still have 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 weight and pull in russia and um you know and and these you know these people and of course once again yeah these are youtube and but i mean once again it's it's not putin's actions are not the reflection of his people and unfortunately his people are going to fucking suffer because you know no they got they got all these businesses closing and you know yeah you can make a joke okay uh, they won't have mcdonald's but you know what someone worked at that mcdonald's <laughs> you know what i'm saying that person right now doesn't have any income coming in um you know, or, you know, just services and stuff like that. You know, their, their lives are being, and it's bad enough. We all, you know, the whole fucking world just came out of fucking pandemic mode. <laughs> and now this shit's gotta fucking happen. Like, you know, as soon as, as soon as it's okay to, we don't have to wear masks anymore, all of a sudden, now we have to worry about fucking, oh yeah, no fly zones and shit. And so, um, you know, uh, and then, uh, the funny thing is, once again, on YouTube, there's a guy I, I followed, and I followed him for a long time now, way before all this shit happened. You know, it was a guy from the Ukraine, and his whole web page was about Metallica and heavy metal, and you know, and and, and you know the European countries who love you know uh, American heavy metal and stuff like that. And his whole page, you know, it's so weird to see. Like up to a couple months ago, his whole page was all Metallica, 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 and now obviously with the with the Ukrainian, uh, you know, with the inv- Russian invasion of the Ukraine, um, now I've, now it's videos of just him, and and you know, to hear his story. Where, um, right now men, m- men in the Ukraine cannot leave the Ukraine. You can, the, the women and children are allowed to leave and not the men. Cause they're holding on to the men in case they need, um, they need soldiers. And, and that's gotta be a terrifying thing. Like it's bad enough. This invasion is happening, but you know, like you have to send your wife and, and your kid, you know, or, or, you know, maybe not your wife, but you know, your significant other and your child, to go to another country where they don't know where the fuck they're going. You know, there's a, a large portion of these people are just leaving the country to get the fuck out of there. And when they get off the train in Poland, or they get off the train in you know, whatever other neighboring countries, they don't fucking know anybody. I mean, maybe you're like, I mean, maybe you might be lucky and shit like that, but a good chunk of these people, you know, you, you have to, you know, you got to hope that the mercy, <laughs> the mercy of others, you know, that, that, that there's someone who's, who's, who's willing to take you in, a total fucking stranger. I mean, of course, they know you're a refugee and shit like that, but you know, your, your, your whole existence is based on the kindness of strangers. And if you don't have money, you know, you're so fucked. And then like, now, okay, now, there, there is the, there is this sort of thing, and I won't, you know, it's, it's sort of, you know, there are, uh, trans women, you know, as in they were men at one point, and now they're, now they're women. And unfortunately, like at the borders, they don't recognize that shit. You you know, if, if you, if you look manly enough and you present enough as a man, they're not letting trans people leave the country right now. And I mean, don't get me wrong. That's sort of closed minded, obviously on Ukraine's, um, uh, but you know, they got enough shit to worry about, but it's sort of like, you know, they're, they're men in that country cannot leave. And, And, and when you watch this guy's videos, you know, he slowly, you know, and he lived in Kiev. And Kiev is like, you know, that was a main city. I was, you know, Kiev is like, you know, like living in New York City. Like, yeah, a bunch of people fucking live there. And, and like, and he's slow, like, every video he's posting, he's a little, he's moving further away from where the invasion is. He's leaving, you know, and once again, and then, like, if you're going in one direction, you don't know anybody. Like, you know, the guys that are, the, the men that are forced to stay in the country, you're moving and that you're, <sighs> you're being displaced and you don't know what the fuck's going on. You know, I mean, men are banding together and stuff like that and, and they're looking out for each other. But, you know, imagine that, sh- you know, imagine like, you know, imagine they said, Paul, we have to, you know, Paul, you and me, we have to leave fucking Rochester, <laughs> you know, the Russians Hell are waiting no. and, and we have to go to fucking Buffalo. Hell no. And, and mind you, you know, like, you know, your, your significant other and, and your kid, you know, they can leave, they could go to Canada, but we have to stay. And we have to fucking, you know, and and things have gotten so bad that we have to leave Rochester and we have to move to, you know, we have to go to Buffalo where I don't fucking know anybody in Buffalo. I don't think you know anybody in Buffalo. I mean, you may have, you may know people, but, you know, I mean, not and not know like, oh, hey, could we stay in your living room? Could we live in your fucking house while, you know, while fucking Rochester is getting invaded? I mean, it's sort of a, you know, when you put in those you put it in that perspective it's like you know these people are being pushed out of their homes and and it's not like and the russians are playing fucking dirty they're not hitting military targets they're hitting schools they're hitting fucking apartment complexes and shit like that Mm -hmm. thousands of people are fucking dead and 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 they show no they show no signs of stopping you know i think it's it's very suspect that russia took um where chernobyl was because, you know, I think they intend to fucking, you know, I think they intend to fucking start using nukes, you know. Because if you nuke, you know, the Ukraine, I mean, if you nuke where, like, Chernobyl was, you know, you're, you're it's technically an empty area, but it's going to spread out enough where it's going to hit where civilians live. You know, where it's sort of like, you're, you're doing damage, but not doing maximum damage. You know, and here we are, the United States, where, once again, we're on the brink of World War III, where... You know, obviously the decent thing would be to say, let's, let's help people in the Ukraine, but it's sort of like we're, we're waiting for our, you know, and like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna be, what's gonna be the new Pearl Harbor? (laughs) And I hate to put it like that, but you know, that's got me worried is what's gonna be the thing that gets us involved in that war? What's going to happen that, you know, we're going to go, okay, fuck it, you know, we're going to put no, you know, we're going to enforce a no-fly zone over Ukraine, and Russia can't do shit, and we're going to get involved, you know, what is Russia going to do? What are the, you know, and, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong, from what I'm reading and what I'm seeing, the Russians are losing, you know, for these guys that were supposed to be, like, you know, one of the baddest, scariest fucking militaries in the world, you know, they're, you know, tanks are being taken away by fucking farmers tractors <laughs> and i and I, I i shared a video there was a girl like showing there was like a a, a girl who posted a video on how like how to drive the tank <laughs> and what buttons, buttons buttons you have to push and shit like that and um you know it just blows my mind that you know i mean don't get me wrong i'm I'm glad that for the most part you know the ukraine you know it it wasn't like a it wasn't a, a easy sweep. Russia couldn't just come in and take over and, and do what the fuck they wanted to do. And I'm glad Ukrainians are doing relatively well. But once again, you know, P- Russians, you know, Putin is, is, is allowing these cowardly attacks where it's not military targets. It's civilians and children and, and you know... When you see like you know, I saw a picture you know the other day that broke my heart like it's like a hospital, and it's like a kid on a bed in the hospital, but they also have like sandbags up against the window in case something happens, so shit doesn't go flying through the window and hurts you know hurt the kid that already has enough fucking you know trauma in a hospital, and it's terrifying, you know that these people have to have to have to live like that, you know, and then you know then you got that dummy Trump who in the beginning of the situation saying that Trump was smart, and it's funny how like. In Russia, it's against the law right now in Russia to say that this is a war, you know, and and, and they can put you in jail and and all this other shit. And so it sounds an awful lot like when Trump was running around saying fake news, fake news, you know, he was trying, you know, he was trying to put that shit in this country. You know, he was trying to make, you know, shit that was going through the media, you know, trying to discredit the media and stuff like that. And once again, the media aren't fucking angels either, but you can't, you know, you can't throw out every opinion saying fake news, fake news, fake news. It's not fake news 24 hours a day. It's like physically impossible (laughs) to be fake news 24 hours a day. And so, you know, it's, and obviously everything that was against him was fake news. So it just, it's so scary that like, you know, they, you know, they were trying to see their bullshit in this country and seeing what's going on in that country you know and 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 like you know like he waited till the you know the olympus was over and he you know now that covid's sort of less and it's just and so um let me see you know and then like uh the ukrainians are are there they are taking soldiers like you know they're not necessarily killing the russian soldiers they're taking them in and the funny thing is that they're asking these sol- the the soldiers that are being that are invading Ukraine don't even know why the fuck they're there. They're being lied to by their by their superiors, you know. And then Putin has a fucking you know revolving door of his advisors and shit like that, and and he doesn't trust his own men and stuff like that. So it's just all misinformation. And you got these soldiers, and I'm not saying you know you know it sounds like with the Nazis, you know, saying you know we were just doing our job. But you know, these soldiers don't know what the fuck's going on. They're they're being told to invade Ukraine and, and, and they're being lied to. And it's it's scary to think that, you know, that you you're being sent to kill on a lie. You know, and then of course, you know, you bring that back to you know, uh back when they thought, you know, they had weapons of mass destruction in the Middle East and shit like that, you know. And you know, we just got out of fucking Afghanistan <laughs> from fucking nine eleven. And it just you know, it blows my mind that here we go again. It's the fucking same bullshit over and over again. And and like I said, the Russian people are, are you know they they are they're against this war. It's Putin. Putin's making all this fucking aggression. And uh, you know, like I'm wondering how this is going to play out. Like are are you know if we get involved, are we going to take Putin alive? Do we have the resources? I mean, he, you know, he was ex-KGB, He's a sneaky motherfucker. You know, will be will we be able to take him alive? And if when and if that happens, you know, that's going to be a hell of a war trial. That's going to be, you know, that's going to, you know, whatever you know, the Ukrainian trials, whatever the fuck they want to call this 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 war. Um, it just you know, it just scares me. You know, and of course, obviously, you know, I don't want nuclear war. I don't, you know, if we get involved, obviously, don't, you know, because yeah, okay, their soldiers are losing on the battlefield, but it's very easy to, you know, push a fucking button, you know, and and let the nukes start flying. You know, if you if you're losing on the ground, let's you know let's take it to the air, and so I mean that's kind of terrifying, and it's going to be like you know mutually assured destruction. I mean, you know, if they start launching nukes. You know, then we're gonna have to fucking start launching nukes and, you know, it's not gonna be fucking pretty because, you know, we have such a fucking stockpile of fucking, you know, nuclear weapons. We could blow up this planet a thousand times and still not have, you know, not use up all the nuclear weapons that we have. So, I don't know. And then uh, there was that pretty awesome video of the the Russian woman, I mean, the the Ukrainian woman going to a Russian soldier and saying, you know, put these sunflower seeds in your pocket so when you die, like, your your body, your blood will. (laughs) your blood will be fertilizer for the sunflower seeds. That's pretty fucking metal. And, uh, all right. So enough of that shit. Um, two years since the lockdown and in a, the funny thing, by the time we hit the anniversary for the podcast, uh, next month, I will have officially been unemployed for two years. I mean, you know, a couple odds and ends and odd jobs and selling plasma and doing things here and there. But, um, knock on wood. And once again, this is why I like this shit kind of. I like this podcast recording what the fuck's going on in my life because, um, but knock on wood, I might be starting a new job next month. So, uh, you know, I'll have hopefully a <laughs> regular income. Knocks on in. many wood. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and once again, you I mean it's not, you know, it's not the highest paying job in the world, but the benefits are pretty decent. Um, you know, it's doing pretty much what I was doing before the lockdown, you know, just in, where, where I was working from home and, and working as an independent contractor. Now I'd be working in a, in a professional environment, um, which, you know, worst case, not a worst case scenario, but I mean, at least, you know, where, where I was, when I was doing independent contractor work, I was mainly focused like in one area. Now when I'm going to be working in a professional area, you know, it's going to like I have, I, I have the basics for the job down and now I'll be learning how to do it on a more professional level, you know, and and that's good experience. You know, that's something you could take with you everywhere. So, um, you know, and I'm pretty excited about the, I mean, don't be wrong, I'm most terrified because I put on so much fucking weight. I only have like two work shirts that actually, I only have like two like, uh, business casual shirts that I could actually wear right now. Um, You know, I got I got to borrow money from somebody, or I got to hustle something to build to scratch up a couple bucks I can buy some more clothes and stuff like that. You know, being you know being in the pandemic, you know, I've I've been used to sitting around in fucking t-shirts and sweatpants, you know, but unfortunately this isn't a t-shirt and sweatpants kind of job. But you know, I mean, am I stressed the fuck out? I'm really stressed, (laughs) absolutely. But I mean, I'm I'm keeping a positive outlook uh, on the job, and and once again, I mean, you know, once I have steady work again. Um, you know, some of my issues may go away and, uh, you know, I could get my car fixed where, you know, I could actually, you know, have a fully operating car that doesn't sound like a chitty, chitty bang, bang coming down the street. And, uh, let me see what else, what else, what else do I have? Oh, so, okay. So, you know, doing, you know, looking for jobs online, And, you know, I know they say, you know, everyone, you know, nobody's hiring or all this other shit. Nobody wants to work or whatever. I, and I had put this on online where they said, okay, we're doing interviews and, and, and they were doing interviews. This was a a remote job because I was, you know, as much as I enjoyed working from home, I was still looking for a job to work from home where I'm going to be working. I'm not going to be working. I'll be actually in a professional environment, but I might be able to transition to a hybrid, uh, uh, so I can work from home. Eventually, but I have to, I have to go there and, and prove that I'm not a total piece of shit. <laughs> I have to go to work and actually, uh, do my job. And, um, but, all right. so there was this other company that I applied for and they're like, okay, uh, you know, we're going to do online, you know, zoom interviews and even, well, not officially zoom, but you know what I mean? Online interviews where, you know, you how to turn on your webcam and sign into the website and all this shit. So I go to sign in. And so my, you know, my interview was scheduled for <laughs> 1230 or whatever. So, I, signed in at 12, you know, just to make sure, <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm going to fucking get here. I'm going to get there nice and fucking early and, and I'll sit and I'll wait. And I got, you know, I got, I got, you know, showered and shaved and, you know, and, 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 and made myself look presentable. When I got online, it says 983 people ahead of you. And it was sort of like, you know, and also like, uh, you know, when, when you get down to like whatever, the top 20 or whatever, we'll send you a text. And so I sent that and dude, I left that website on for six hours, like from like 1230 to like 630 and or 1230, you know, 12 to six or some shit like that, you know, and, and fucking maybe they maybe went through like 200 people when I got it was, it was around like 600 when I, when I signed off at six o'clock. So. You know, for all these people saying like nobody wants to work. I until that nine hundred and eighty three other people ahead of me <laughs> the other day, and I was trying to you know, and they're like, oh, just send us your resume, you know, like I was trying to send you know they they had a thing online, oh send us your resume, whatever, but you know, uh, there are places hiring, uh, you know, when people saying or nobody wants to work, I mean, like I said, in my particular that particular field, nine hundred and eighty three people, you know, were looking for work. and so you know, am I terrified? Once again, you know, I mean, taking in a new job, but then, you know, like I know my shit. Uh, that's not what I'm worried about. It's just, you know, you're it's, it's starting a new job, and you have to now deal with new people and and all this. Other. And hopefully, you know, the one thing I liked about my old my old job, which will be my new job also, is um, it's a it's a it's a professional environment. It's a you know, I'm not dealing with public. <laughs> You know, I, I, I I think I've had it with dealing with actual people in the public and stuff like that. So, you know, I'll be dealing with, you know, doctor's offices and stuff like that and, and insurance companies. And, and of course, you know, humans are humans or whatever. But I mean, you're not getting Joe Blow off the sheet. You know, you're not getting, you know, Karen. (laughs) I don't have to deal with Karen's. I mean, you did, we did have the occasional Karen (laughs) when I was doing, when I was doing it as an independent contractor. But, um, you know you run into you run into less car- you know people who feel privileged cuz you know they walked into a store you know you're a customer you're not fucking uh you're not uh omnipotent uh you're not god because you walk into a store to buy something and um i i believe before the podcast you were saying that you had some wrestling issues you had some issues with the wrestling wrestling twitter twitter oh yeah so <laughs> Oh, you know, like, and wrestling fans so... are fucking annoying. Like, uh, uh, Mike, uh, I'm sorry, you about such a story. Uh, my cousin turned me on. There's there's a really interesting podcast, the uh, Jim Cornette's podcast. And if, I don't know if you remember Jim Cornette from WWE, and mm-hmm. he's a really interesting guy and he's entertaining. And 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 I don't listen to every podcast, but like people release clips online and I watch I watch the clips. And I was part of the community on Facebook. The the cult they call it the cult of Cornette and I eventually had to turn it off because the fans, as much as I love Jim Cornette, I hate his fucking fans and, and rest and, and I like wrestling, but the fans were irritating to me. So, so just throwing that out there. So go on. I'm sorry.
4: Well, so it was so like, I put something up about, um, Tony, Tony storm. She's a wrestler that was in WWE. And, um, it's not quite, I, I think that they said that she left because she was like overworked or depressed or whatever. Um, it was just very weird because she was in the championship picture. I know like they kind of didn't really, um, do things the way that people wanted the few to go with her and, and Charlotte flair. But, uh, you know, fast forward to now, all of a sudden she started in, in oldie fans and I'm like, Okay, this based on those circumstances, plus now you're starting an oldie fans when you're a good wrestler, that makes me sit there and go, has somebody checked on this person? Like, are we sure there's not some kind of mental issue going on here? Because, I mean, me and you know of a couple situations where we've seen it happen, where girls are like, oh, I'm just going to go up on OnlyFans, get naked, and get attention and try to get money when they don't even need to do that. Mm-hmm. so it's not like we're, we're we're bringing this from out of nowhere or we're le- or we're making fun of this person i'm legitimately like being serious like is she okay um there's this there's a stupid little twitter um on on twitter that like retweets and posts pictures of screenshots that are quote unquote cringe mm-hmm of wrestling things and they mm-hmm. put it up and then all of a sudden i started getting some tweets not a lot thank god because i hate people but you know <laughs> it's funny because like i i i kind of get affected by that a little bit sometimes but then you look at most of those twitters responding and you're like oh wait this person has one follower this person has zero followers most of them are like that, and you're like, okay, so you're basically a troll account, which that's a, a perfect sign of a troll account
2: mm-hmm.
4: when they have zero followers and zero, and they're following zero accounts.
1: Yeah, yeah, you made, like they made that account just to fuck with
4: people, right? So, and then and say nasty the, other and other things. There were other people from other mm-hmm. countries, like responding, um, putting up tweets, or like tweeting me, I should say, and and I'm sitting there going. Okay, well, I'm just gonna ignore the, these. So, I, you know, I answered one tweet, and I said, you know, yeah, I'm legitimately concerned that she's whatevering, and and they're like, but why, mm-hmm. dude? I just said it to you. I was legitimately concerned, but why? All right, oh, I'm not gonna answer you. you. <laughs> like, it's it's <laughs> it's not worth my time. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was like the highlight of my week, unfortunately. But, you know. <sighs> And then, like I said, like you know, at my new job, I just get another thing too. Is like I get, I've been getting stupid people coming in. Just, I mean, I can't really tell you what the questions are,
2: mm-hmm.
4: but they're they're so stupid that I literally come come home from work and I'm like, my head hurts. Like, maybe that's part of the reason. Like I said earlier in the podcast, where just like I'm tired of stupid people. <laughs> but like it's just it's gotten to the point Chris where I'm just like I want to bang my head on the wall and be like what just happened
1: yeah that's, <laughs> you that's, know I mean? that's like with the new like like I said applying for the new job and stuff like that like because when I first lost when I lost my job I mean not lost my job but like when I was I was like going online and I was asking people like anybody know anybody that's hiring and stuff like that and of course you know everybody oh, immediately oh why don't you go work here why don't you go work there and it's you know and it's retail and it's uh, uh, you know food service or security and stuff like that and and I'm like I don't want to fucking deal with people you know like I don't I don't want someone who, who's able to just walk off the street and make my life fucking
4: hard <laughs> I was like right. you know, that's no, what, I, I you agree know, with I mean you. yeah
1: I could have easily I could have easily fucking gone gone and found you know uh, not all right maybe not all right retail but you know like it's it's not that it's hard whatever. You know, and, 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 but just, that's, I was, that's why I sort of, that's why I'm broke right now, and I got $20 to my name to last me a month, but, you know, I didn't want to just jump and take the first thing, because, oh, I fucking hate people. (laughs) Yeah,
4: I mean, like, I don't know, it's just like, you get the questions of, you explain something to somebody. And then they they ask you the same question like fifty different times, and I'm like, listen, <laughs> I'm like, listen, dude, I've explained this to you. If you if you're not getting it, I can't help you. Yeah. So, but it is what it is.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, and the whole thing is that like when I was following that that, that page on on Facebook, there's now. Now and not and look, I'm I'm and I'm not gonna like be the devil's advocate on your situation, but I don't I don't I'm not super familiar with the wrestler that you're talking about, but I mean following the 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 following the page on wrestling, it's it's no it's no uh, surprise that like WWE has been like letting go of a lot of wrestlers, like you know the you know that's sort of like a thing that's going on right now where they you know. All the people that, that the fans liked and everything, they were just letting go. So maybe in this situation, once again, I don't even know the rest that you're talking about. It could be that she sort of like, maybe she's, you know, she felt that they were going to let her go. So she's like, let me, let me leave now on my own terms instead of getting fired and starting on an OnlyFans. I mean,
4: if, if she wasn't in, if she wasn't in the, um, the championship picture. Mm-hmm. I would totally agree with you, but because she was because she was in the championship picture, mm-hmm. I don't. They don't just release somebody. You know what I mean? Gotcha,
1: gotcha. And, that and doesn't I, happen, you know, so.
4: I'm just I'm just speculating. And this whole thing is that like oh these
1: fucking wrestling fans these people hate the wwe and once again i haven't watched wrestling in years and i loved wrestling Uh, you know it was daniel bryant daniel bryant was the broke the the camel's back i hate daniel bryant he's the reason i don't watch wrestling anymore (laughs) but that being said okay i don't watch wrestling then i just don't watch wrestling like i like okay if i had an issue with wwe i just don't watch wwe See how simple that is. If you don't like something, you don't stop watching. These fucking people but, on the wrestling sites—I mean, on the like—they complained about WWE every mm-hmm. week, every oh, this yep. sucks and that sucks. And stop watching the fucking show, then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't like WWE. Not that, I, and not that i, I never got. I—I—I've never seen a full episode of AEW. I've—I've I've watched a couple of wrestling matches just because, whatever. And 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 online because I don't have I don't have tnt or whatever i don't i don't have cable um i've watched a couple of matches online i've I've watched a couple of promos and stuff like that i mean i went to the aew panel at at, at the comic-con you know and i was in and these people seemed interesting and stuff like that and 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 the fans were obviously fucking you know very fanatical about being uh, loving the, you know but you know for me wrestling is wwe and i didn't like the product And it's and it's on Hulu. I can watch it. You know, I don't have to watch it the night it comes out. I can watch it the next day on Hulu, and I don't watch it. And and these fans, it just blows my mind. Like, why do you keep coming back to something that's uh, supposedly sucks? Then stop fucking watching it. Stop complaining about it. If you're not gonna, you know, you know, if 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 it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't give you pleasure, leave that shit alone. Why you hate watching WWE? Exactly. And so it's just, you know, and, and so once again, I don't know her story. I don't know the exact situation, but one thing, I was just kind of playing devil's advocate saying that, you know, WWE recently has been known for just letting people go. So I was thinking that might have been an issue, but, you know, well, you know better than me because I don't even,
4: <laughs> I don't even know the situation. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's pretty bad, Chris. <laughs> Wrestling Twitter is pretty bad. And yeah, yeah. it just... It needs to stop. Like well, I guess I was like dealing with the dummies on on,
1: on Facebook they, but you know they're they're the equivalent of wrestling Twitter. <laughs> wrestling yeah, Facebook. Exactly.
4: <laughs> yep. Yeah, but.
1: So, yeah. Um, so anything else before we go to a break? No, I think that's it. All right. And we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes.
0: This episode of Two Strangers One podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford building, door number eight. Find out more information at comics etc. biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comics etc one.
3: Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah oh, Nick necro- Ah, ah, oh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema Psyops is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. <laughs> no one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. now it's time for
1: the nerdy news okay the world's going to help let's try to keep ourselves entertained while we're at it now i may sit here shitting on wrestling fans about why do you stick with a product that you hate it let's talk about the batman movie (laughs) (laughs) um you know i think you know i i you know i was never um a fan like when they announced fucking that they were going to make a Batman movie and it was going to have Robert Pattinson, I was like, <sighs> Uh now don't get me wrong. I like Matt Reeves. I like what he's done with, um well, let's also, uh, let's not forget that he also directed fucking the Cloverfield, the first Cloverfield movie, which, you know, I saw that in the theaters and made me fucking dizzy. Um, You know, but Matt Reeves, you know, he did a pretty good job with um the Planet of the Apes movies. And yeah, I forgot what other movies he's done, but you know, he seems to have a pretty steady uh you know uh you know, he he you know, he's the he's a he's a j he's a guy you could ex- expect to get the job done. And don't be wrong, it's not like I hated the Batman. Um but I guess maybe my standards are way too high, you know, you uh, know, reading the comic book uh, for years and 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 you know, especially You know, everyone everyone seems to jump right back to Nolan. Let's not forget that we had uh, we had um, Ben Affleck there uh, playing Batman. You know, you know, I guess Ben Affleck doesn't really seal into people's minds because there was never an official a solo Batman movie. You know, it was either Justice League or with Superman, or you know, his you know cameos and fucking you know Suicide Squad or whatever. Um, You know, but you know, Ben Affleck never really got his shot. And unfortunately, it got to a point where you know he was so tired of dealing with the bullshit that he's just like, fuck it, guys, do what you, you know. <laughs> like he's just like, yeah, do what the fuck you gonna do? I don't, I don't want to fucking do Batman anymore. And uh, so we never got a chance to see. I mean, don't, don't be wrong. I mean, of course, there's super fans out there, and and if they could, you know, release the Snyder cut, you know, there's th- th- those same fanatics are sort of, you know, using hashtag, you know, uh, restore the Snyder universe. So uh, there is still. <laughs> You know, there's still that, you know, of a chance of having Ben Affleck come back as Batman. I mean, shit, we got fucking, you know, if, if Michael Heaton can come back <laughs> as Batman, uh, what's well, not to say that we don't get a, a, a Ben Affleck Batman uh, sometime in the future? You know, we're giving him his own solo movie, or, or at least, you know, we'll see him again. Uh, Because, you know, you know, all these movies are still technically connected. I mean, Suicide Squad... You know, the Suicide Squad was still technically part of the Suicide Squad universe. You know, we, you know, they're releasing, you know, I mean, they pushed everything back on the slate of uh, DC movies. But, you know, we're getting an Aquaman 2. We're getting uh, a Black Adam, which uh, for all intents and purposes, Black Adam is, you know, connected through Shazam. You know, it's it's not gonna be its own thing. Like the same you know, like like this is the Batman movie and like uh, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. They're in no way connected to these universes and weren't intended to. But when Black Adam comes out, it's intended to be part of this universe. You know, and so uh you know, just from uh you know, from just being you know, that he has the same powers that Shazam has, or, or you know, they get their powers from the same uh from the same power source. So it's so weird how like you know these the, the universe is still there. There's still an extended universe, um, but then they go and make a movie like The Batman. And 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 don't get me wrong, it's smart to give Matt Reeves his own movie and let him do what he, what he wants to do. But you know uh, you know if they, they they need they need to follow <laughs> follow Marvel's footprint and 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 you know you give us these side movies that sort of don't fit in. And it's sort of like, uh, you know, and of course, you know, when they eventually put out the 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 Flash movie, you know, they'll 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 choose their version of multiverses where, you know, because oh, you know, because you know the Flash that Flash movie was technically, um, well, and this one like the, this upcoming Flash movie it'll have like um, the Flash was uh part of you know uh, this Flash movie will have Michael Keaton so. All those movies are now canon, technically. I mean, it's a multiverse, but you know they're they're connected in some small amount of ways. And then also, you know, the, the uh, oh my god, I forgot the actor's name, but the guy who played Flash, oh, remember he also did a cameo like in the Flash TV show. You know, when they when they had like the crossovers and shit like that, making those making you know the the WB TV shows somewhat connected to the to the DC Extended Universe. So, um you know first and foremost the movie was fucking three hours long or you know two and a half, three hours long. And and then the funny thing is as we're as we're recording this today, they released, you know, and it's it's not really a spoiler because it's been released online and anybody who cares already knows. Uh, you know, it, they they unreleased two minute scene of uh introducing the Joker at the end. And it's funny, like, look, if you're gonna put a three hour movie out, why are you releasing un you know <laughs> unreleased footage. You should have just put put those extra two minutes. The movie's already fucking three hours long. What's another fucking two minutes? Um, with the Joker at the end, and it's the guy who he was in the Eternals. Um, I forgot. I don't even, the guy has a very unique name. I can't remember off the top of my head. But you know, that's who Matt Reeves wants to play the Joker. Um, I don't think. I think he just wanted to put that in the movie. I don't think they're signaling that that's that. The next Batman movie is going to have the Joker in it. Or if he's, if he is in it, you know, maybe he's not going to play a big part. You know, the same way this movie sort of had, you know, you had Catwoman, Penguin, and uh, Riddler. You know, like if Joker's in it, it's not going to be a Joker solo movie. And it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be Batman and Joker. It's going to be other people. You know, Matt Reeves has, has publicly stated that, you know, he wants, he would really like to do a take on Mr. Freeze, which would be interesting, you know, in a world that, you know it's not as real as the Nolan movies and I don't think he was trying to make it as real as the Nolan movies uh, where, where like nolan was trying to trying his best to say what if Batman existed in our world and I think the uh, Matt Reeves Batman movies is like what if the comic book movies were real if that makes any sense you know what if we took you know stuff off the page and try to make it real and you know and and I know this is supposed to be like year two Batman. This is like Batman where he's established his name. He has enough clout where like when there's a crime scene, he could walk onto the crime scene. And even though the cops don't want him there, you know, Gordon sort of like tells the cops, you know, chill out, let Batman do what he has to do. Um, So it's sort of like, you know, but he's still making mistakes. And there's this one scene, oh my God, where he finally uses the cape to, jump off a a ledge or whatever and it's not and it's not a bat batman cape like it is like in every other fucking thing it's uh it's like one of those uh flying squirrel suits (laughs) it's one of those you know he gets to the ledge and you see him like pull out the flaps and he zips everything up and he kind of you know like the people who do i think they call those halo jumps i think it's called like you know they jump from like uh you know towers and overpasses and bridges and, and shit like that you know, where you kind of like skydive, it's like skydiving, but with, you know, with your, you know, the, the flying suits, I forget what the fuck they call them. And I guess, yes, technically, if you're going to make a movie that's quote unquote realistic, you know, that's the only way real Batman, you know, I mean, of course, I kind of like the Nolan thing where, like, oh, like, it gets electrical, you know, electrical current runs through it and, and, and it becomes stiff and shit like that. But, you know, to see Batman and, Batman look like a flying fucking squirrel was sort of ridiculous. And, um, Hated the Riddler. Fucking hated the Riddler. Oh my god. Um, you know, to make him. He was basically Saw, from the movie Saw, you know, from the, you know, Jigsaw. And, and, you know, with the, you know, throwing in symbolism like, like he was a Zodiac killer, but that was all superficial. Like his character himself it wasn't like he was like the Zodiac killer. And then when you finally get to find out, like, you know, he's trying to punish the corrupt cops and politicians and all this shit, and like, you know, they try to play that whole, like, oh, we are no, Batman, you and me are the same, and I'm trying to find justice, and I'm doing justice the way you're doing it, like, you work, you know, you wear a mask, and I'm gonna wear a mask, and it's so fucking stupid, you know, and, and, um, you know, and then when they finally, you know, when they finally, like, capture him, like, he was like a guy that's like, the Riddler was a fucking internet troll. He was a guy with like, a fucking, you know, the internet troll on tiktok who was trying to like you know and he had followers and yeah okay he he radicalized followers but it was sort of and it's sort of like taking on all those guys like on youtube that like you know like on 4chan and not on youtube but you know facebook and 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 4chan and, and on reddit and stuff like that like these guys like you know incels and shit like that they were trying to like you know the bad guy you know he's gonna radicalize all these incels and shit like that and it was so fucking you know even though they don't say it that's what they were going for they were going for this whole like you know the, the 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 modern bad guy is someone that's on twitter that you know <laughs> you know you know hates the cops and hates hates women and hates all the, you know and it's such it was such a fucking weak fucking take on on what the riddler could have been and um you know and, and i hated the fucking actor um penguin was good penguin was probably the only redeeming character in the movie um you know, and it's bad enough. You know, it's a character that should be fat, and what do they do? They take a skinny guy and put him in fat makeup, and <laughs> they put him in fat prosthetics. Uh, but uh, Colin Farrell was pretty fucking decent as uh, as as the Penguin, and you know, no, and and the whole thing is. But then again, it's not the Penguin. It's it, it's a goomba. They made him like into a, like a goomba gangster, and that's not. You know, the Penguin was always, even though the Penguin ran with gangsters and the Penguin was a gangster. You know, Penguin part of his thing was he th- penguin thinks he's better than everybody. And, you know, just having, you know, just, you know, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, yeah he's a guy. He knows a lot of people. You know, that's not, you know, and the movie, and then the movie has Falcone and shit like, so it's not like they already have established gangsters. We don't need a third gangster. And, oh, this, this gangster just happens to be the penguin. The Penguin's supposed to be a special type of gangster who thinks he's refined, thinks he's better, thinks the world fucking knows him. And, um, you know, so, I mean, I, I mean, he's the best part of the movie, but he's also, you know, not, it's not true to the Riddler, I mean, it's not true to the Penguins, uh, uh, um, character. Um, Catwoman was there, just so the movie can have a woman in it, let's be honest. You know, and, and, and don't be wrong, I have no problem with the, I have no problem with, um, I was about to say Zoe Saldana, Zoe Kravitz. Uh, Zoe, she's, Zoe Kravitz is gorgeous. And she played the, she played the part well, but I don't, they didn't give her like a good character. You know, her character's kind of boring. You know, she's sort of there just to fucking, you know, so it's not all guys in the fucking movie. Um, you know, they could have done so much more with her and given her, you know, a better storyline. So I don't, it's not that I don't like Zoe Kravitz is, I don't like, I don't like the script, you know, it was sort of, you know, and then like, so the movie's three hours long and it's sort of like they kind of solve the whole riddler thing like you know at the like 2 hour mark and it's so funny cuz like i didn't go to the theaters to see this one i said fuck it i'm going to stream it you know online cuz there was plenty of places you could find it online illegally <laughs> and uh, you know like it's so funny like exactly at the 2 hour mark like it feels like that like the first movie ends and now they have like this whole long drawn out extra hour to kind of make you know to kind of like oh well we never really Okay, we caught the Riddler, but what about all these other threads that we didn't pick up or whatever? So, you know, the the whole third the whole third hour of the movies, it's almost like a separate fucking movie. So I swear to God, you know, like when when TVs go to commercials, almost like the movie goes to commercial, and then when it comes back, if you're like watching a different movie that just so happens to have the same characters in it. So, you know, and don't be wrong, like like I didn't like I don't like Batman Begins. You know, as much as I love. Uh, Chris Christopher Nolan movies and stuff like that. I wasn't a big fan of Batman Begins, but I love The Dark Knight, and I think The Dark Knight's one of the best fucking superhero movies or best movies period. That's just a, that's just a good fucking movie ever made. So I think we, Matt let Matt Reeves you know get this one out of his system you know and he has to establish the world and he has to make sure that you know he gets his characters out there. I think by the time we get the second Matt Reeves movie, which is going to happen, let's not fucking let's not. Uh, bullshit ourselves, they're going to make a second, he's going to make a second movie, that second movie's probably going to fucking kick ass, where he's going to give us his version of The Dark Knight, where, you know, now that he's got the world set up and shit like that, he's he's not handcuffed to certain things, you know. Yes, technically he already introduced the Riddler, he's mentioned Mr. Freeze, but you know, he the movie can technically go anywhere. Um, you know, they've already announced the Penguin show for, for HBO Max. Uh, they were, you know, before, before before the movie came out, they were playing with the idea of doing like a Gotham PD show where, but then again, they literally, they literally just had a show called Gotham, which was exactly that about the Gotham PD, but they wanted to have it, you know, they were going to call it like Gotham Central or some Gotham PD or some shit like that. But like, you know, the one that was on Fox, they literally just had, (laughs) and then that show wasn't that great, you know. Um, so, you know, I think, the next one is probably going to be fucking awesome, but I wasn't a big fan of this one. The same way, I'm not the biggest fan of Batman Begins. I don't think that's that much that was a great that much of a great movie, either. But you know, it gets the world set up. So then the second, one, you know, then if he follows patterns, then the third one's going to suck. <laughs> so let's see what Matt Reeves gives us. Um, okay. N- uh, Netflix going on about Netflix. They're going to start cracking down. On accounts that share passwords. And what I don't understand is that, you know, you have an account, you have like five profiles you can have on the account, and they're really gonna start, um, tracking, like, you know, like, who the fuck has five profiles in one house? You know, like, a, like if a family has, if a family has Netflix, you know, mom may have an account, you know, mom, dad, sister, son—that's four people right there. Maybe that's it. Any other, any other person in the house who hasn't, who's on, net, who's going to watch Netflix, is going to watch Netflix on that person. You know, one of those people's accounts. You know, if you got a, another even smaller little brother, he's not going to use the kids account. No kids, they, no one ever uses the kids account. You know, the little brother will probably use the older brother's account and shit like that. And you know, we live in a world where you know money's, you know, shit's getting expensive. And, and people need some sort of entertainment, friends share passwords, friends share, uh, you know, profiles and shit like that. If you're paying, if you're paying for an account and you're allowed to have five profiles on that account, why not share it? Why not? um You know, and, and you're really going to say that, oh, we're going to track IP addresses and shit like that. So if, if someone's signing into the account from a separate profile, you know, if one person lives in California, another person lives in New York, you know, And, and if if the account, if the main account is like from California, what, you're going to cut the person off from New York, you know, you're going to, you're really going to make that happen. So, um, I mean, you know, I get why they're doing it, but it's also like, don't shoot yourself in the foot. You're going to lose fucking customers if you do some dumb shit like that. You know, if they're smart, well, they'll, they'll probably have some other deal they're they'll lower their rates, but then you lower the rates, but then the profile only has, you can only have one profile. You get what I'm saying? So like, then people, the people like a lot of people will jump ship. <laughs> and they'll say, you know, fuck my friend that has my password. I'm getting my own solo account that's cheaper. Uh, but you know, the restriction will be you'll only have one profile on that account, or maybe two. You know, and then you know, they <laughs> all the little brothers and little sisters are gonna get fucked, or or the friends who have, who have been sharing that that password are gonna get fucked. because um, you know, uh, you know, if they're smart, that's what they'll do. But you know. And that's also a big giant undertaking if they're going to start tracking everyone's fucking IP address and, and and enforcing like, you know, oh, you can't sign into this account because you don't have well, if that's the case and, you know, then I'll, I'll, you know, I'll make a fake, I'll find a way to, you know, you could also falsify your IP address or do your best, you know, there's there's ways to do, there's ways around it. And or fuck it, just go to the sites that stream everything. The same way I saw The Batman. I saw The Batman the opening weekend it came out and it was already available online because you know, uh, I wasn't going to go to the theaters. I wasn't going to give them my money for that, for that movie. So, I mean, Netflix, you want to play, you, you're going to just force more people to go to piracy. You know, but G- Game of Thrones was one of the most pirated, you know, as uh, one of the biggest shows in history of, of, of streaming TV. Te- well, not streaming because it was on HBO, excuse me. But, you know, Game of Thrones recently, one of the biggest shows ever, and was also one of the most pirated shows ever. So you know, Netflix, you fuck around. All you're gonna do is just make more people pirate the shows on your on your accounts. Leave the current existing. You know, in the future, say, okay, look, in the future, if you start a new a new account on Netflix, you can't have any other IP addresses. It has to be from your address. You know, but don't fuck with the people that are paying your bills now. You know, Netflix is already, you know, they they are already losing money every day. You know, they're they're trying to stick it out. And and trying to make themselves established so you know they'll they'll eventually last but you know they're they're throwing tons and tons of money and and there's no real return and fucking the customers isn't the way to make that money do better business shit <laughs> um okay and speaking of Netflix they have the new season of the show Human Resources which is I guess is a spinoff of uh, Big Mouth. And, you know, for people watch the show, you know, Big Mouth was about, you know, these kids, and they're going through their puberty, and it was shows about, you know, girls getting their first period, or guys getting hard-ons, and, you know, the teenagers, and pre-pubescent, not pre but, you know, they are pubescent, I guess, you know, you know, just learning, and so, you know, the whole gist of the show is that the kids had these, you know, characters, you know, the two main ones are the hormone monsters and stuff like that, that sort of were controlling their lives, but then they started, like... Diversifying, and there was anxiety, mosquitoes, and shame, wizards—all these like imaginary characters that sort of like pop up and and control your emotions or are affected by your emotions. And then now, human resources is sort of like let's have, let's go to that world where all these crazy characters come from, where there's depression, cats, and logic rocks, and all this other shit. And so it's sort of following the template of Big Mouth, but now instead of focusing on kids into puberty the big one the big two ones in this episode in this season so far and i've I've watched maybe half the season already is uh postpartum depression you know woman has a kid and you know like you know she's falling out of love with the kid and stuff like that and like like a, a couple a married couple that's sort of going through or like the guy's sort of like an idiot and spending all the money you know before they get married and all this other stuff and so i it's not a bad show. I'm um, certainly, obviously, if I'm, I keep going back and watching it, but, um, it's, um, you know, it, it doesn't have the magic that Big Mouth has. And I, and, and one of the things I really don't like is that, uh, one of the main voices is A.D. Bryant, you know, the, the heavy set girl from Saturday Night Live. And it's sort of like, you take the show that it could have literally been about anything or anybody. And I don't really, I really, you know, the funny thing is Aidy Bryant has a show on Hulu called Shrill. <laughs> and that's that's like, like, it's exactly what she is. She's fucking shrill. So I can't believe that they sort of, uh, you know, of all the people you could have made like the main character in this show, why fucking A.D. Bryant? And of course, you know, you have all the, a lot of returning characters from from the Big Mouth show, but you know, you know, the one new person could have been anybody else. I, I don't find her entertaining or or anything like that. Um. Also on Netflix, and it's funny, you know, we're talking about World War Three um you know the president of the Ukraine or I, keep call, I keep calling I keep saying the Ukraine and I think technically that's wrong I think you're supposed to just say the president of Ukraine um so if I offend anybody by saying the Ukraine I apologize um he the president of Ukraine years ago had a TV show called Servant of the People and it was such a good show that it made him popular enough that he became president of the United States. I mean, president of, of Ukraine, excuse me. And the reason I, I think I had that Freudian slip of saying the United States is because, you know, I think Donald Trump, when he was on the fucking apprentice, you know, he, that made him win hearts and minds of people, the United States. And he became the president of this country. Um, And Vladimir Zelensky, uh, he has a show. He had the show called servant of the people. And the funny thing about the show was, but it was about a guy who's a history teacher in school. And uh, one day uh, something happens and he's talking to his friend at the school and he's, cur- you know, but he's, he's having a private conversation and all oh, the politicians are horrible and they're corrupt and, and all this other bullshit. And, 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 you know, they don't know how to do their jobs. And uh, a student secretly videotapes that conversation the student puts it up on YouTube and the, view, the, the video goes viral. And like so many people w- agreed with him that they, they're having to deal with corrupt politicians and shit like that, that they pencil him in into the election and he wins the election <laughs> for the whole country. And it's about him fighting corruption. And I'm about, it's, I want to say it's like 20 episodes. I'm, I'm like on episode 12 or 13. It starts strong it's fucking funny and it's sort of satire and it's sort of like, and then also in the show, like, um, along with him, actually, you know, not accidentally becoming president, but, you know, he comes president without really trying. Um, but now he's doing his best to be like the good guy and trying to do The job right and hiring people that aren't fucking you know and the whole thing is you know it's a guy walking to a system where everybody's corrupt and everybody's looking for a bribe and everybody's looking for and he's trying to be honest and he's trying to be uh uh, out upstanding and he's trying to be uh transparent and but the whole system is set up for corruption and all these people who've been in power for years you know these people who've been in power through 20 fucking presidents and they expect him to fall in line and he's fighting the options to, you know, he's fighting, um, and to find, you know, and on the show, they, they insult oligarchs and they're like, you know, I'm not going to take the oligarchs money and shit. And it's so weird because that's exactly what's happening nowadays with the oligarchs that are uh, supporting Putin. So, uh, it's a real good show. It's, and I don't want to say it gets like, it's a, the first couple episodes are fucking hilarious and, and it's not that the show's getting bad, but you know, the show actually starts tackling like all these issues of corruption and 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 buyouts and 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 you know uh, the oligarchs and and like even the politicians like you know they you know they'll they'll have a source of income but they'll, they'll you know they'll lie to the you know the IRS and say oh that that company belongs to my brother or that company belongs to my sister and, and it's obviously like conflict of interest stuff and he's doing his best to kind of sort through it but you know everybody's so full of shit so. I mean, it's not, it's funny later on in the later episodes, but the first couple episodes, I'm, you're, you pissing yourself because it's, it, but once again, it's taking on corruption, it's taking on, and so it's funny, but it's also like, you know, this shit, it's not like they made this shit up out of nowhere. This is, this is a real, there's real fucking, uh, corruption that needs to be addressed and, and they just address it in a funny way. And, you know he's he and he's a likable character and and so the funny thing is the show was so good that he won the hearts and minds of people of ukraine where he now he's literally the president and what is he doing he's doing the right thing he's not leaving you know uh, the u.s said oh we'll we'll get you out of ukraine we'll come get you and he's like you know i don't want a plane send ammunition so um you know he his character and when you watch like Um, like he, like he wrote the show, he produced it and all this shit. Like, you know, he obviously, he honestly believes, I mean, he could, I don't think he's full of shit, but it comes off as a person who believes, you know, he wrote this character because the character is basically him and he's trying to do the right thing. And here we are in the real world where there's, you know, there's, his life has been threatened. God knows how many times so far, and he's still doing the right thing. So. It's just a, you know, you know, we get a bullshit fucking guy who can't run a fucking casino. <laughs> we get a guy who runs a casino into the fucking ground. Ukraine gets an honest guy that's trying to do the right fucking thing. Uh, what else? Um, I know a couple of years back they had, you know, the, the too many cooks on, on, on Adult Swim and, uh, the guy, the killer, uh, William T- the actor's name is William Tukarski. He's on this new show. Now, I watch it on, on Hulu, but it's on, it's originally on Fox. It's called Welcome to Flatch and it's based on a, a show from the UK. And it's basically, they said, let's take the office, but instead of following people in the office, we're going to follow people in a small town. And when I say a small town, it's like people think real fucking, <laughs> real fucking, not rednecks because that's not the right word because they're not it's not like you know they, they hate black people or anything like that it's sort of just people that are just you know just so unsophisticated and you know and i guess yes, in the truest definition yes they are rednecks but you know they they you know every like nobody in the, nobody in the whole town is smart everyone's fucking idiots everyone's stupid everyone's you know but you know, but they're not mean, they're not mean-spirited, they're just dumb. And, you know, and I guess, and if you watch, like, The Office, you know, like, you know, besides all the main characters, all the people in the background were fucking idiots also. So, once again, it's basically The Office, but if they, if, and it's, and it's the same format where it's, uh, it, it's people being interviewed and then they, then the camera follows them in their lives, like, it's, it's pretending to be like a documentary. Uh, Paul, Paul Feige, no, Paul, Paul Feige, the guy who, Gave us Ghostbusters 2016, but also uh, directed a lot of episodes of The Office is like the main guy behind the show. So once again, he basically said, let's redo The Office, but with um, following people in a small town instead of. And so and I the well, reason I brought up William Tokarski, the killer from Too Many Cooks, is he's on the show and, and he's pretty fucking funny. Like he, he's, he's a teeny tiny character. Like he doesn't get more than four or five lines the whole each episode, if he's even an episode as it is. But when he's on it, he's fucking hilarious. He's, you know, he's like the creepy old guy, and he likes to get drunk, and you know, and and it's. I'll let you. You have to watch the show. It's pretty fucking funny, and and I recommend it. It's once again. I mean, the people there, the people in the show are fucking stupid, but it's it's entertaining to watch. Um, okay. Um, Disney Plus in a, in a little while, actually. May twenty fifth, which will be the forty fifth anniversary of the release of Star Wars, Uh, Disney will be giving us um, the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Um, Lots to uh, lots to take in, I guess. You know, the show's uh, using. You know, I I watched the Clone Wars, but I only watched like the first maybe three or four seasons. I never watched anything further than that. but they're expanding, so they're introducing the Inquisitors, which was characters pretty much made up by Dave Filoni. Um, so I didn't get into those episodes that had to do with the Inquisitors, so I'm not super familiar with them. But, um, they're gonna be having those, uh, they're gonna be, you know, and there's, they are, there are ones that, they're hunting down the Jedi because, you know, technically the clones are supposed to kill all the Jedi, but you know, Jedi's are smart and, and clever and can escape, and you know to the best of knowledge, they did kill in every, any Jedi that did survive was obviously living. They had to go into hiding. So the Inquisitors are there hunting down Jedi, and not to mention that now he's also on Tatooine, where he's keeping an eye on Luke Skywalker from a distance. But once again, I mean, he's keeping from a distance, but even in the first Star Wars, Luke goes, oh, is are, are you know? they looking for old Ben, old Ben Kenobi? So uh, Luke Skywalker knows Obi-Wan Kenobi and knows Ben Kenobi. He, you know, they know each other, you know, and so I think they're going to work with that. I think, you know, they'll maybe have them go on adventures or some shit like that, or, or, you know, where, you know, it's just a kid who knows this crazy old guy, you know, and doesn't realize that the crazy old guy is a Jedi. But so and uh, they're bringing Hayden Christensen. They said they're going to have Darth Vader in the show. Now it's going to be weird because like you know I think you know there you know does does Obi-Wan Kenobi know Darth Vader was Anakin Skywalker? You know the last time he saw him was on on um on uh you know the the lava planet on Mustafar and left him to die, so maybe he doesn't realize that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker because they're going to have, when Hayden Christensen is on the show, he's going to be Darth Vader. Um, which is going to be weird because Darth Vader <laughs> doesn't sound like Hayden Christensen and Hayden Christensen is not that tall. Um, but they're going to have him on the show, so I wonder what they're going to do with it. I think they pretty much confirmed that they're not going to do Darth Maul in the show. They may have Darth Maul, they may have like flashbacks or something like that. But you know, Darth Maul was already killed in the Clone Wars, so they don't—you can't bring him back. (laughs) They already killed him once. You can't kill him again. They killed him once, and they—they made it like a significant death. Uh, It would be kind of cheesy if they bring him back. I mean, if you do—if you do see Darth Maul, it might be in some weird flashback scene. Um. So what else? Uh... They released the trailer for Miss Marvel, and it's about a girl with... I I haven't even seen the trailer yet, but, you know, I mean, it's a Disney Plus show. It's Marvel. I'm going to watch it. Um, But I think, you know, they're looking for a younger audience. They're trying to hook the people, you know, get the the younger fans, and it's sort of like, you know, uh, like in the Spider-Man movies where, you know, Spider-Man's dealing with high school life, and she's, you know, a Muslim living in Canada. And, you know, how, do, how does it feel to be a Marvel? And, and like, I think part of the show is like, she calls herself Miss Marvel because she admires Captain Marvel, who exists. You know, she lives in that same world, so it's sort of like, through emulations, you know, she, she's so inspired by Captain Marvel that she wants to be like Captain Marvel, so she calls herself Miss Marvel. Um, and speaking of, uh, Disney and Canada, um, <laughs> they released this, uh, this movie, Turning Red. And uh you know, unfortunately it does have that cal art style of drawing, uh or or 3D animation, but it's that cal art style where everybody's heads are shaped like beans in their mouths. You know, we sort of goofed on back in the day with like, you know, Teen Titans Go and 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 uh Thundercats Go Roar and and Adventure Time and not Adventure Time, um and yeah like regular show and 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 those shows of that nature on on cartoon network that kind of have that cal arts style and here they go they make a cal arts movie um but it's it's very sweet i genuinely fucking cracked up and it's about a little girl who turns into a giant red panda through whatever you know mystical stuff in her story and it's about you know she's chinese and 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 they're in Canada and and they're in Toronto and it's like the early '90s, so it's such a, it's this weird sort of like, and it's so weird like you take a movie like Turning Red and it takes place in the early '90s and it's like obviously this movie is for young girls because the allegory is that she turns into a giant red panda because it's supposed to be like when girls get their period, like she's at that you know preteen age where you know she's starting to grow and and have a hormones, and the funny thing is that they they literally mention like girls getting their period in the movie i mean it's supposed to be for kids and it's funny because my daughter at 11 is right at that point where she knows what the period is you know i did my best to explain it to her her friends talk about it you know she's you know at 11 you know uh, you know her period you know she'll be getting her period in the next year or two or some shit like that so this movie like my daughter was the perfect fucking audience for this and um So, you know, that's, you know, the, the turning to a giant red, red panda, haha, red, you're turning red, you're getting your period. And, um, you know, so, but then again, you know, the movie takes place in the early 90s because the director herself was, got her period in the early 90s, like, and so, but, you know, a, but an 11, 12 year old girl who's the fan of, of the movie, they don't give a shit about, like, Tamagotchis and, and they don't give a shit about, Burning CDs and stuff like that. Like that, it's it's such like this weird ploy where, you know, they, they made a movie for kids, but, you know, it's also like, it also, for our generation, we're sort of like to watch the movie is sort of like a slice of life. Like, oh man, remember the 90s? Remember dial up internet? You know, remember, you know, uh, like I said, burning CDs, you know, and stuff like that. You know, or, you know, they remember when you had to talk on a corded phone? <laughs> so, it, that felt kind of like, you know, they could have easily, there was no reason for this movie to take place in the early 90s other than for that weird bullshit nostalgia factor. But, I mean, it's for it's for primarily girls about to get their periods and stuff like that. Like I said, you know, my daughter's fucking right there. So, you know, but I mean, but don't get me wrong, it was genuinely funny. I was cracking up. I enjoyed myself. I, I, I laughed pretty fucking hard. You know, the ending gets a little, you know, I mean, they kind of, you know, it's like, oh, these movies, they kind of have to have a big dramatic thing happen at the end. But, I mean, for what it is, and of course, you know, it's, I believe it's Pixar, and, you know, Pixar, you know, they, they're known for making movies that make you want to cry. So, uh, it's definitely a, a recommended uh, watch. And, uh, let me see, two more things I have here. Uh, Maury Povich. And I, I, didn't even realize, Mori Povich is like 83 years old or, or, he's like in his early 80s. I had no idea that he was that old. And it's, and it's funny cause like, you know, it's like, you know, I mean, what, my dad was 70, well, 73, I mean, seven years old, but you know, I can't, you know, Moripovich Povich, I, you know, and he's been doing this shit for like 30 fucking years. And, uh, you know, and of course he's known as the, you are not the father and all this shit. So, uh, you know, I mean, I guess you have to retire eventually but you know it just i had it blew my mind that he's like 80 something years old you know but hey you know he gave us three three or four decades of 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 entertaining tv i mean the the slow decline of humanity uh because of shit like that on tv but you know uh, you know he kept his integrity i guess or each i mean Mori povich was always sort of even when he was even way before he had a show he was on A current affair and it was sort of a tabloid tv back you know before we had the internet they needed to clickbait was having you know shows about you know joey buttafuoco and 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 john wayne bobbitt and and you know characters like that so you know that's where he got famous and then made his own show and it all became about you know paternity tests and shit like that so you know uh, i'll give him his respect and I guess the last story would be Razor Ramon. You know, we were talking about wrestling earlier, and I guess I should have mentioned that earlier. Uh, Razor Ramon passing away. Um, now, don't get me wrong. You know, he was a great personality in wrestling and shit like that. But the guy was no fucking angel. And the guy did more fucking drugs. You know, the guy did enough drugs to kill a fucking horse if I'm, if I understand correctly and I I watched a couple of interviews cause you know, towards the end, you know, like, you know, at the end, you know, when he passed, you know, then you go on YouTube and you kind of go in a deep dive. The guy literally, he said he was literally in rehab 12 times in his life. Um, and I think he said like, he goes, I paid for the first six, <laughs> you know, the guy lived a rock and roll lifestyle and, Don't get me wrong, it's a shame that he's gone. And, and, and I'll recognize, I recognize his contributions to wrestling because, you know, that was like the heyday. And it was like, you know, towards the end of like, you know, he was, you know, he was there when, you know, Hulk Hogan was sort of, Hulk Hogan's star was starting to fade. And he was definitely there, you know, when, you know, the WCW had, you know, the NWO and he was part of that whole clique. And, you know, but it was also, you know, those are the guys that are also, like taking advantage because you know the guy was running WCW wanted to be more their friend than their boss, and they kind of did whatever the fuck they wanted to do. And don't be wrong, it sounds cool. You can do what you want, but you know the the product kind of suffered for it. That's why like everything was NWO 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 because you know they like you know they were there. You know it was that time like when Hulk Hogan flipped from being you know everybody loving him to being a bad guy and and I mean I I appreciate it now and I and I get it but. You know, the guy, you know, once again, he he was using politics and wrestling to do whatever the fuck he wanted. He was living this rock and roll lifestyle, which is what cut his life so fucking short. You know, I mean, I understand it's tragic, but, you know, don't fucking do every street drug known to man. You know, don't do painkillers and heroin and 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 cocaine and tons of alcohol. For 30 years, and then, you know, <laughs> then be surprised and for when it was supposed to be shocked that you fucking, that you die early, you know, and, 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 you know, I, I, you, know you, you lived a good enough life, you know, and, and I, I hate to be callous and stuff like that, but, you know, uh, you know, you, you cut your life short with that lifestyle. And, uh, I mean, maybe cause, you know, substance abuse kind of hits close to home for me or whatever, but, you know, I recognize his his you know his contributions to wrestling and modern wrestling and stuff like that. And of course, NWO. I mean, you know that whole era. You know, I mean it was during you know I mean of course the Attitude Era and the and the Monday Night Wars and stuff like that and 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 NWO. Of course, NWO. You know, it's, I appreciate what he did, but I don't really feel sad that he's gone. You know, he sort of he paved his own way and he made your bed now you got to lie in it. Um. So unless you got anything else else to add, Paul, uh, I think we'll...
4: No, I think you've done enough today. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been listening to you, so there you go.
1: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So let's wrap this up. That's, That's what, what she said. said. Uh, please visit two strangers one net. We can find all things show-related. You can find links to our iTunes page. If you have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can subscribe to us there on iTunes. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can find us on the Stitcher app for Android devices. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, Stitcher devices uh, for Android devices, uh, which is pretty much what I listen to. Uh, and yes, I have been unemployed, but when I'm sitting at home <laughs> and I'm trying to get shit organized before my landlord comes to inspect the apartment, because that's a whole other story going on in my life, But um, and it's nothing bad, just my landlord, I think they're well, I, I don't even have an official landlord. I have like a a, a a a management company, and so they're looking to sell to a new buyer. So I have my landlord or people coming from the management company coming to my apartment to take pictures so they can sell the fucking house. But I don't really enjoy the idea of people taking pictures of my house. So, but you know, I'm working that shit up. So I've been trying to make sure that everything's in tip top shape or as well as it can be for have a stranger coming to my house taking pictures. Um, so that being said, um, uh, when I'm cleaning, I like to listen to podcasts and stuff like that. So, you know, Stitcher is how I listen to podcasts and, uh, everything worth listening to is on there. We are there. And of course, Paul's other baby, the Toonami Faithful podcast is available on Stitcher. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash two strangers, one podcast. We want your money. We need your money. But until we do that, um, you can like and subscribe to us there. Uh, you can, um, if you want to write to us. And I always forget to check the podcast. I always forget to check, um, the email, the Gmail, as I'm checking right now. And I'm checking right now. No, no new, no new Oscar letters. Oh, there was a thing. It was, um, uh, right off of Peru. Long-term listener of, of the podcast, uh, Oscar, who used to write lots of hate letters to me, uh, right off the coast of Peru, they found this, people were searching on Google maps and they say there's this perfectly circle that's like five miles long in the water off the edge of Peru. And, you know, the conspiracy theorists are saying that it's a, it's a UFO. So I'm thinking maybe that's what happened to Oscar. Maybe Oscar, um, is, is part of the, uh, is part of, uh, he gets, maybe that's why he's not writing us anymore. Cause he's been abducted. That's That's going to be my new, uh, <laughs> that's going to be my new, uh, uh, uh conspiracy. Um, as well, he doesn't write to the show anymore. He's been abducted by the aliens at the bottom of the ocean, just off the, the coast of, of Peru. Um, so, if you want to write us, you can write us at uh, two strangers, one podcast at gmail.com, of which I'm looking right now. And of course, just the the typical uh, junk mail and WordPress and SoundCloud and and YouTube and, and stuff like that. But uh, if you want to reach out to us, they could, uh, maybe just check the spam folder. Let me check the spam folder. But if you want to write to us, that's how you can write to us. Let me see. Oh, okay, checking the spam folder, it's just, I'm looking for sex. I want you tonight next to me. Uh, This is Melissa, how are you? Lenore says, don't leave me waiting. Nancy says, miss me yet? Oh my god. (laughs) So hey, I'm going to get laid because uh, these people are sitting (laughs)
4: there. Yeah, you're (laughs) going to get laid (laughs) by (laughs) spam.
1: But, um... Let me see what else. Uh, And like I mentioned earlier, every, now I can say, uh, every single episode up to this one, I I mean, obviously, I haven't released it yet, but um, every episode before this one has been uploaded to YouTube. You can go back and listen to, we are one month away from our 10 year anniversary of Two Strangers on a podcast. You can, uh, so check those all out. You could find on our YouTube page, you could also find my audiobook, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road. Uh, so you can listen to uh, a novel and, you know, some my version of an audiobook Um, of course on two strange dot com and two strange podcast. net, you can find links so you can also buy my first book, double jackpot, which you'll, you'll hear a commercial for that shortly. I always put a commercial for that. I wonder, I think after the 10 year anniversary, I'm going to take that commercial off the end of the show. <laughs> it's been 10 years and I've sold maybe five books. Um, yeah, I would, but I gave it a shot. God damn it uh ten years of people not buying my <laughs> not buying my book. But if you don't want to pay for my book, you could actually listen uh to my second book, Odd I see Itself in the Road, uh that's also available on our YouTube page. Or you can listen to I didn't realize I thought I had I keep saying three albums. I have four albums worth of music under my other name, X L N Y C. Um part of me also getting my house rearranged and, and ordered before my landlord has really gotten me into the idea of uh, doing like, you know, setting up my computer to do videos. So I may start doing more stranger casts and I, 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 master, uh stranger vlogs and, uh, and cause the stranger vlogs I've have like 30 or 40 up. They're also, they're all up on the, on the YouTube page. You find all of those there. And I think I tackled everything. I echo. the floor to you, sir.
4: All right. You can find me on Twitter at Paul you can email me, paulpascrillo at tunamifaithful.com. And like Chris said, you can hear me on the Tunami Faithful podcast as well. So there's that.
1: Okay. Well, uh, we certainly hope you guys
4: enjoyed listening, had as much
1: fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strange Little Podcasts. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye.
4: You should be fapping for 10 years giving chris money because he needs
1: it yeah i'm fucking i'm struggling man shit throw me some throw me a couple bucks goddamn it <laughs> starting <laughs> only fans all right jesus christ
0: <laughs> all right here we go man go ahead you
1: want, right
2: double here? jackpot what is it it is a self-published book by christopher cologne chris
0: cologne smells good to me but <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> I broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like,
2: hee, But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him, honey. But. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with <gasps> a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric.
0: I'm, 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 oh, fucking. Are you oh. sure I didn't write this? <laughs> uh, smell. sounds hauntingly familiar.
2: He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively... So, sorry, creatively supportive woman Nadia.
0: Well, I, I got to meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your
2: summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia.
0: is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her. Fucking she's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher Cologne
2: smells real lovely with an original idea.
0: This is, I've never heard this before.
2: I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks.
0: Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like... Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is?
2: I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon.
0: Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part.
2: Wait a write, man.
0: He's <laughs> seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Welcome, motherfucker, up. Chris Colon come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Colon. I get a, a whiff, if you will.
2: The book could also be ordered on www.
0: Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Colone, man. It's the first book in his comic books, Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road. Should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Colone, like a motherfucker, I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it, and you could sell them fucking both chicks.